0: Dave Pryor, welcome to the Reluctant Agilist. Mark Kilby is here. Mark, say hi to everyone. Hi, everyone. I should have said Mark. Have the AI (laughs) say hi to everyone. So so I'm assuming a lot of you know who Mark is. We've done stuff together before. Um, He's very well known for the Distributed Teams book he wrote with Joanna Rothman, which is still the one I tell everyone to buy because that's the book that had every chapter I read. I was like, yeah, but they're not going to have an answer. Oh, look, they have an answer to that question, too. Um, it's an awesome book, and um, and we're also teaching a personal Kanban course together, Yes, and yes. We're, both, we're both part of Modus Institute, but that's not why we're talking today. Today we're talking because I got an email last week from the Agile Alliance promoting a mini-con on the subject everyone wants to talk about, which is artificial intelligence, and I had no idea that you were even doing AI stuff, and here you are hosting a <laughs> panel
1: yes yes so what's uh, up so what is up with that so um you know as, as we were getting ready for this dave I, I was i was telling you how i was struggling with ai and thought gosh do i do i need to pay attention to this <laughs> can is i this... retire before it hits <laughs> yeah can i can i punch <laughs> out before this becomes a thing and uh and then i i honestly had to tell myself oh no you know, you've you've got to get into this. You've got to understand what this is about. Uh, I'm not saying that AI will rule the world, uh, not this year anyway. Uh, but but uh, you know, is it something we're going to have to pay attention to? And I think de- definitely. Uh, as part of it, you know, I, I had to I had to give myself the same answer I give people about why should I pay attention to remote work. Because because <laughs> there might
0: be a pandemic,
1: <laughs> there, there there might be a reason you need to use it. I wasn't expecting that particular reason, uh, but as I as I looked at AI, it's like, yeah, it's it's not going to replace anyone, right? But if if you if if you are a developer or QA using testing frameworks, if you're uh, a product manager, product owner, scrum master, using some sort of tool, uh, you're, you're gonna get slapped with AI. You're, mm-hmm. you're, it's, it's all over the place. Every tool that I've come across in the last six months is AI, AI. Uh, my wife uses AI. She uses Canva in her business and there's AI in there. And she's been showing me some of the things she's been doing. Uh, so if my if my wife can learn to do AI prompts, uh, then you know it's it's worth investing a little time in understanding. I mean, that. it's everywhere.
0: I mean, so yeah. the, the actors and writers strike that was all focused yep. on AI. Um, yep. My daughter is in grad school doing a presentation on how artists are creating this thing in their in their images to poison the way the AI scrapes them <laughs> and yeah. uses them. Um, yep. but so I want to check in with the this cause I was kind of in the same, have been kind of in the same place. Like I talk about it in the podcast cause everybody's into it, but, uh, I'm not super paying attention to it, but it's because what I see people doing at the moment seems pretty basic. Like, I mean, you can look up, you know, what does the scrum master do all day? And it'll basically parrot back all the information that's in the scrum guide and a bunch of other sources and stuff like that.
1: Um, and, and some of it really poorly written
0: yeah some no, of it wrong no, some of it really no. poorly written I've had it try to write vision statements in it and because in class I had students use had to write a vision statement it sucked I mean it was nothing yeah. but buzzwords but um, but that doesn't mean that it's not gonna change because it's evolving really fast
1: yes very fast and there there is a big difference in what you get for free and what you pay for okay so, uh, so for instance, with uh, Chat GPT three, uh, right? Fr- well, three th- three five you okay. get for free right now, as of this recording. Um, I think it's three five Turbo, you know. So there's something the Ultra. like that. the Ultra, but four gives you much better answers. Okay. Uh, four also is now updated. I think through April twenty twenty three. Okay. So it, is, it has now scraped everything off the internet uh, from, from earlier this year. Okay. Uh, it's still not going to give you real-time updates, but okay. it's, it's getting closer. Uh, similar for, for another tool, Claude, which is one I'm, I'm playing with right now, which is um, companies Anthropic, which was some, some of the people from OpenAI disagreed. Okay. With uh, Sam Altman and a few Austin people Orton.
0: on the board also disagreed with Sam Altman.
1: Yeah, but that that got, <laughs> for, a, that for, got a <laughs> for a
0: couple days for a
1: couple days, and then they got kicked out. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's a, that's a whole wacky setup there. But, um, yeah. So I'm 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 playing a little bit with the paid version of Claude right now. Uh, I have not fed my. What does
0: Claude, Claude do that's different than ChatGPT?
1: So it's it's just a it's just a different model. So okay. a different large language model. So you can you can feed in, uh, right now, what is it, 500K? So I could feed my whole book into it.
0: Okay.
1: I could put the, I have not done that because I haven't talked to Johanna about that and how she feels about that. Right. But uh, you could you could literally put in an entire book or a few small books Okay. Uh, in there. So, you know, the things I have on my bookshelf will... Soon be in these large language models. So it does
0: that mean world. that I could say take um, Jeff Patton's work and Roman Pistol's work and Melissa Perry's work, load it up, and then say, "Help me write a vision statement
1: for a product that will do X." You you can you can do it probably with one of those books now. I would say okay. by late twenty twenty four, you could probably do it with a collection Multiple. of those books. Okay, yeah. so. It, and right. another thing with, with some of the things that OpenAI has announced, you know, before they tried to kick out Sam and brought it right. back, was this idea of GPT bots. So okay. you, can, you can now spin up your own bot. So feed in your own information and make that bot available. And gosh, wouldn't it be great if you wow. had something like the App Store, which is exactly what OpenAI is doing? Okay. So you can sell your bot that has been trained on certain information.
0: So somebody who's an expert in JIRA or configuring JIRA could create a bot and then sell it off to Atlassian or people that want to use Atlassian yep. products. And then that would be like their own personal. And I'm assuming if it's if I buy the bot, then it's my own instance and I can have it learn to work the way I want to work, Right.
1: Well, if if you're the the bot creator, yeah. If you're if you're selling the bot for others to use, yeah, it's still still not possible for them to train it, but you can train it as the creator. So you do updates like you would do software updates to to an app. Okay.
0: So yeah. I might have uh, an AI tool that would be like my keto coach if I was on the keto. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so then the power the job to to have I guess would be the person who writes the bot.
1: Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. And and uh, by the way you you can now use the bot to write the to bot. Right. <laughs> of
0: course yeah. you can.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so I'll- I've actually actually uh, with one of the panelists that I have uh, they walked me through this in 5 minutes and we we, wow. we built we built a uh, product management bot.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I want to check in on some future stuff with you and see if if what I'm imagining is going to happen in the not-too-distant future is mm-hmm. reasonable. So I'm assuming that at some point, companies will have their own hosted chat GPT version, like, mm-hmm. like where I work. Leading Agile might have its own AI engine yep. that would... With the and whole
1: base camp model, right? The whole model, or yep. or
0: there'd be a safe, yeah. a safe version, right? So Dean yeah. will have his own bot, like v- virtual Dean, and you'll be able to ask it all kinds of questions, and it'll tell you in the language of people who use Safe how Safe works, and that would be like an added service or something like that, but, or or but, internally your company because you, you could customize. Y- yes, it Yes, and company. you
1: could have that and. Would this mean you need certified people to answer those questions?
0: Well, that's okay. So that's going to to, to the second thing. So the first thing is it can be a source and they can be hosted. So if I'm at a private company, it can learn our language, our practices, how we do agile, stuff like that. And it can coach people or help people understand how we're supposed to work. But the question then becomes – how long before that kind of system can be looking at all our metrics from JIRA or whatever using and say this is the piece of technical debt that you need to fix right now or six yeah. months from now, you're
1: screwed. Yeah. Well, not only here's 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 the thing for you to look at and here's some reasons why. Okay. So so it would it would potentially be and it would base it on the knowledge that was loaded into it. Okay.
0: Which basically renders people like us the equivalent of those guys in Moneyball that were sitting around the table talking about five tool players when Billy Bean Bean wanted to to take all the metrics and look at the metrics and figure out which players to bring onto the team to use because they were going to make small incremental progress. So we're all just like dead men walking, dead people walking, Mm. dead coaches walking, I guess. Are we? I don't are know. We, that's what I'm asking. We, You're the guy. Does
1: does context matter? <laughs> well,
0: I think it. I'd like to think it does. Yeah. But so did those guys around the table talking about five-tool <laughs>
1: baseball players. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. so so that's so that's some of the questions that we're going to get into the panel. Okay. And um, some of the folks I have on the panel, um, we've got somebody who's been exploring AI and HR. We have, uh, somebody that's coming in, uh, well, is known as the agile and AI guy has built a whole community looking at, um, agile AI. We've got, uh, We've got a, another fellow that's done uh, research in AI for for many years and has used a, a number of different AI technologies, not just large language models. Okay. And we've got somebody that is building a project management tool with with an with an AI kind of backstage, looking at some of the same those okay. same problems we were just discussing. All
0: right. So this, so the cross section of AI and project management for some reason makes me salivate more than AI and Agile because it would be so awesome if the tool could say to like executives, hey, you've got this person allocated at 300%. That's going to mean nothing's going to deliver for eight years because they'll probably listen to the computer more than the person that they've hired because they had a PMP. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. Yeah. But are or, we still going to the, need- Or they could just get another AI bot. So. Well, they could, but like I could theoretically in the future no disrespect towards him have my virtual troy ai bot looking at all the metrics but that's not going to be troy that i mean that's the thing you're not going to get troy mcginnis in a bot you could get everything troy's created into the bot but that that innovation part that whole free thinking part that the creativity part that's the thing that it can't do until somebody teaches ai how to improvise
1: yeah, so so that's that's some of the interesting questions we're going to get into, um, and, and along that that line of the creativity, um, you you've probably heard some of the, uh, well, you've even talked about some of the examples of the AI hallucinating, coming up with stuff. I think everyone's heard of that now. So, what's the difference between hallucination? Maybe you should and wait, you
0: back up, just in case they haven't. Can you run that one down for everybody? Sure,
1: sure. So. Um, one of the first examples was uh, a lawyer who uh, basically wrote up his case using an AI and the AI cited imaginary case histories. Awesome. <laughs> All right. I don't know if he's still practicing law. that, that particular But I bet,
0: I bet a lot of people wouldn't think to check if the cases were real because the AI said they were. And the question becomes, would the judge check them?
1: Uh, well, with the case, judge's they,
0: AI check,
1: the the judge was enough of an expert <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that he said, "This is this does not sound right." Yeah. Okay. So, so that that's one. Uh, so that's it one is creative. Of, yeah, I can say uh, a, a more recent example that I experienced is, uh, and I won't say the AI that did this, but it basically claimed I wrote a different remote book that which which got uh, much greater claim than mine, because it wasn't just okay. It wasn't just remote and agile. It was one of the well-known remote books. It's like, that'd be great, but I can't claim that I wrote that book. So, so
0: do you think that that could just be the result of somebody on a page citing the book and, say, and listing you as the author, and then the AI scraped? I mean, it's not like-
1: Yeah, no idea. I, I
0: know this would be a surprise for you. But there is a little bit of information on the internet that's suspect- if the AIs are just scraping that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows who's the president of the United States at that point?
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, it's the it's the it's the um, the old adage of garbage in, garbage out. So we so we're
0: creating a thing to tell us what to do. But we can't really trust it because some of what we feed it is wrong. Mm-hmm. So we will still need, <laughs> theoretically, humans to show up and not be biased and tell us when the yes. AIs.
1: Full of malarkey, for yeah. lack of a better word. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so um, it it should be an interesting panel, and and the panel's not the only thing at the mini con, as you probably saw. So yeah. there's there's uh, some some well known folks in the. I've got it community. all listed
0: here. I'll just run it down really quick.
1: Yeah. Get all this right.
0: part done. So. This event is occurring on Friday, December 8th. So we're recording this on November 27th. I'm going to try to post it tomorrow. It's from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, it's free for members of the Agile Alliance, or you can register. Um, it's pretty cheap. Uh, Rich Thiel is speaking, um, product manager and product owner superpowers with Chat ChatGPT. Tim yep. Robinson on leveraging ChatBT to enhance GPT to enhance agility. Michael Eason. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Putting AI into agile, the potential of AI for coaches and beyond Bob Allen, no Python. See AI as a AI as attractive, then learn mojo. Mm-hmm. Luis Pavel Gomez Valenzuela. How to, how to use AI to be more human. I think that would be really
1: interesting. Yeah.
0: Uh, he's speaking with Emily Breton, Breton, um, and then your mm-hmm. panel. And then there's an after party, um, which I'm expecting. This is going to have a pretty good turnout. Somebody told me, um, a, friend, a mutual friend did a thing for PMI that had like five or 6,000 people sign up on it for it just to, yeah, yeah. because people who, are very who, thirsty who, for this stuff.
1: Yeah, and who knows how so many bots will be there? So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so what do you think – I mean, people that are – there's a lot of people we know that are looking for work right now. There's a lot of change in the agile space right now. Um, Does everybody need to be learning how to write user stories with AI or is it a thing where they can just kind of keep an eye on it and wait until it takes over metrics? Because it does seem like a lot of what we do will be relying on AI for that instead of doing it by hand.
1: So my, my take on it is if you want to be competitive in 2024, you should probably understand at least prompts for large language models. So get, get on a free instance, whether it's, you can, you can get on Claude. If you're using a Google product, you've probably already been bombarded by Bard. Okay. um, Or, or chat GPT, try one of them. If, if, and if you've got time, try multiple, because this is what I've, what I've done is I've tried putting the same prompt in the different models. to See, okay, how's it, how's it going to respond to the, the question? Which one is better at this moment? Because that might come up in an interview question. Okay. Which ones have you tried? What 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 have you noticed is the differences? So I you know and that's that's a few minutes of your time. Yeah. Each week, just to just to play with them. Okay. And and to understand what's the differences and what kind of things and where the limitations are. I mean that was like after the
0: students created the vision statement that way I started trying to figure out how to get it to write vision statements for products I knew. Yeah. And um, even by telling it, this is the year, this is the date, write a vision statement for like an iPod, like the week before it was mm-hmm. released. Yeah. Um, it's only, it, it's just interesting to, to play around. Like only when I put Steve Jobs name into the prompt did I get a thousand songs in your pocket until then yeah. it was just, you know, fluff yeah. and, and marketing speak.
1: Um, yeah. So, well, and that's and that's where like one of the, one of the prompts you probably want to put in there is how do i write a good prompt
0: oh wow okay
1: so just kind of go meta with it and see what it comes back with and what it suggests it'll probably ask you to be very specific in in like what's what how many how long do you want it to be uh, okay. from what perspective do you want it written? Like, do you have a particular, you know, do you have a particular person in mind that you want to, uh, provide their take on it? Okay. Or do you want to provide a couple different perspectives? You know, going back to that scenario we, we said earlier from product yeah. management, do you want uh pitchers approach? Do you well, want, that, and
0: that was what I, yeah. I wanted it to write an elevator pitch using, um, Jeffrey Moore's format from crossing the chasm, yep. but yep. it couldn't, it, it just wrote, yeah. No matter how much detail, I guess it's never scraped that book, but um, yeah. it wasn't able to do it that way.
1: Yeah, so um, so it's it's like a again, small child. Not perfect. It's it's a it's it's sort of a small prodigy. I'll put it that way.
0: Okay, but <laughs> yeah, it's growing it really way. fast and learning. It's growing
1: really fast. fast, and by this time next year, yeah, you you could have small libraries in some of these large language, not just the internet but actual books contained and how and who knows what interesting pushback you're going to have from a legal standpoint on yeah
0: that as well. well all right so one more question about it um
1: mm-hmm.
0: a lot of people talk about how they're scared of it a lot of people talk about how um they're using it to do stuff like i i was i saw an ad for a, a device you can buy that's an ai device that will record a conversation and create a transcript i'm like I could do that already with my fricking iPhone. Like I don't need something else to do that. So what, what can AI do now that people who are working either in agile or project management, like how can it actually help them do their jobs right now?
1: So it could, it could help them explore some what if scenarios. Okay. So what, what if I took a different approach on this difficult user story, for instance, so what are, what are some different ways if I have, um, somebody from finance or I've somebody from, from the executive team. So can you give me some options on how I would flush out the story with these different, you know, people that these different stakeholders working with, or, uh, what are some different ways I can, I can, explain Even, the value of technical
0: debt to a stakeholder.
1: Value technical debt, okay. how to how to better deal with a backlog. Um, you know, so there's so looking looking at what if scenarios is a, is a good one, but again, you'll want to validate some of the, yeah. uh, the answers. There there's there's still that area of not everything comes back correct. Okay. And have you uh, one thing I tried to do was
0: have it create instructions for me on how to create a value stream And it gave me a short set of instructions. But I'm assuming I could find the same thing in Google. Mm -hmm. It's just that with AI, I'm just going to get a single response instead of having to weigh through 50 different links in Google.
1: Well, or or thousands of links. Thousands
0: of links, yeah. But um, do you think one is necessarily more reliable than the other at this point?
1: Well, I'll put it this way. Uh, You may not have a choice. (laughs) Okay uh because because bing Is already has yeah. already has uh chat gpt built into it uh if you if you caught part of um i can't remember which big microsoft event it was just a couple of weeks ago but they were talking about how they were going to a systems approach and everything was ai and this was before everything wow. blew up with Sam Altman and Sam yeah. got hired by Microsoft and then For hired by Open. It. Yeah, right. So, um, so Google's Google's got barred. Microsoft has uh, ChatGPT. Uh, so, all your search engines will have AI built into it.
0: So do you think this? I promise is my last question. No, it's okay. Um, I was thinking about when I got started doing this stuff. We I mean, were relatively close in age, but the beginning of the dot-com boom, when like getting a job at a web shop was like the cool thing to do. Tiny little yeah. companies, really yeah. poorly run, usually with playstations um, and lots of pizza with,
1: with ideas that were like, "Where did you get that from?" Yeah,
0: <laughs> but everything was possible, and they were yeah. really cool and exciting places to be. If if you were like twenty-four right now, is that is that is this the parallel to that for this generation?
1: yes probably probably uh i think there's going to be there's probably going to emerge some strong players like we saw from the the dot-com era uh there's going to be i think there is going to be a bubble that forms a bunch bursts. of startups bunch of startups yeah there's already there's there are just yeah thousands already launched uh and actually uh they're already getting disrupted by the leaders, the big boys. So okay. with what with what OpenAI announced about the changes in ChatGPT, they basically replaced a few hundred startups with, with their build-your-own-bot capability because some people were already wow. trying to build that. Yeah. So
0: its ability to consume itself and maintain its position is much easier now than I guess it was before.
1: Yeah, yeah. The big difference is, I think, where... In the dot-com era, everyone could quickly get on the internet. It's not so much with AI. You've you've got to have access to these processes. Oh, processors. yeah. Okay. So you've got sort of a gating function. You've got a limit there. Okay. So you've either got to be tied into one of the big boys that has the, the budget and the, right. and the, the hardware uh, and and also the PR and the legal team uh, <laughs> to, <laughs> to go with it. Yeah. Um, because cause the other thing that OpenAI announced was they they were giving some some limited liab- liability protection for uh, copyright infringement if anybody wow. got sued for that yeah if you were on their paid service
0: wow okay yeah well that'll be yeah. interesting i would think from a legal perspective it must be fascinating too yeah I'll try to wade through this
1: i'm sure i'm sure the lawyers are like Money, 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 I should, money, Well, Lawrence probably,
0: Lessig is just sitting there waiting.
1: <laughs> probably some of them are going, it's like, all right, can I retire now as a lawyer
0: or can I go for this? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Wow, cool. Yeah. All right. So uh, this is going to be, I'm just going to go through it again on um, Friday, December 8th from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern. People can go to the Agile Alliance website to find out about it. I'll have a link to it in the show notes. So, a bunch of speakers, and the thing closes out with you leading a roundtable discussion with all these yep. folks. Cool. All right. And if they want to find you, where do they go?
1: Markkilby.com. Just go there. You'll find all the places I'm at.
0: Cool. All right. Thank you very much for making time for this.
1: Thanks, Dave. I appreciate it. If you learn to work the old way, but the new ways what you need. My jobs to make that switch.